Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great tasting, all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Stay connected and never miss a beat with AT&T. Our reliable network covers more roads than any other carrier, ensuring you're always in the loop. Whether it's tournament upsets, buzzer beaters, or social media buzz, stay up to date. Don't let the action pass you by. Check if you're eligible for a free trial of in-car Wi-Fi at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. And keep the madness going. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky back with you, Buck. What's up, man? No, man, it's all good. Uh, Getting ready for end of the year. New Year's, big bowl games on Friday. Uh, it's fun watching my team get absolutely thrashed right now by South Carolina. And the Duke's Mayo Bowl, we'll see if they turn it around. <laughs> what a yeah. – have you uh, – by the way, last night, I don't know why, but I found myself uh, – I haven't watched any bowl games yet, even including the, my alma mater who had lost and I got destroyed. Mm. Um, but last night I cozied up to that Oregon Oklahoma game and I ended up watching that whole thing. I was watching some tape and I had it on the background and eventually I just kind of shut the tape off and then ended up just kind of enjoying that game. Did you watch any of that game last night? Yeah, I watched, I watched Oklahoma, Oregon. Um, cause I want to see what Bob Stoops is going to be. It looked like the old man can yeah. just go back there and it's fine. roll out the W's. <laughs> um, nah, I, I will say this, maybe Oregon was dejected after the crystal ball thing and they kind of limp to the finish uh, the way they performed in the Pac-12 championship game and then also getting beat by Utah earlier, uh, a few weeks earlier at the end of the regular season. They didn't look like the same squad. And then Oklahoma looked like they were on 10. I don't know what he did over the course of their bowl practices, but they looked like the faster, fresher, and the team that executed the best. They were on fire. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. What, what's your uh, what's your take on the young quarterback there? Were you around Caleb Williams at all with any of the Elite 11? I don't, was that during the pandemic like, stuff? Like, it might have been during the pandemic stuff, but I will say this. Every time I watched him, he's real impressive, man. Like, yeah. it's so – he's just so cool and easy. He's got a little Mahomes to him. Like, I know everybody likes to compare people to mm-hmm. Mahomes, but just like body type-wise, he kind of reminds yeah. me of Mahomes. His ability to kind of drift in the pocket and still get a lot on the football uh, reminds me a little bit of Mahomes as well. Yeah, no, nah, he, he he's a talented – He's a talented player, and it's funny because I had a chance to 
check out a handful of bowl games and got a chance to see the quarterbacks. Um, you talk about Caleb Williams. I got a chance to look at Tua's younger brother. Yeah. They absolutely just took Virginia Tech to the shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's dropping dime after dime after dime. Um, well, I think yesterday was the first day that it really kind of locked in. I watched a handful of games. I watched Clemson and yeah. Iowa State. I saw the end of that game. What a heartbreaker for Iowa yeah, State, man. Poor Brock Purdy, man. Oh. He just can't get a break. He just no, can't get man. a break. That was brutal. He can't get a break. But I will say uh, it's funny when you can have a bad year like Clemson and still win 10 or 11 games. That is crazy. It's ridiculous. Like we, we threw them out, said they're done, and they still finished with 10-plus uh, wins on the season. Uh, they they look running back. I had to ask my my dad. I was like, hey, man, where'd the little running back come from? Yeah. And evidently, he's a North Carolina kid. He's a five-star kid. Yeah, North Carolina kid. He can scoot. He did yeah. a really good job. He had Christian McCaffrey 2.0 out there. Yeah, like he he actually, when they put him in the lineup, he kind of stabilized their offense mm-hmm. because he wasn't playing early in the year. He wasn't getting many snaps. And then they kind of rolled him in and kind of gave them a little life on offense. He's a really good player. Yeah, I watched just a little bit of that game enough that I looked that dude up because I was like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah, uh, yeah, I looked him up. Yeah, Shifts, five star yeah. kid. Yeah, he um he he's done he's done a really good job. I can catch the ball out the backfield. You're right. The McCaffrey comparisons are going to be oh, they're um, coming, they're coming all over the place. But no, he's, he's good good player. Um, you know, the bowl season is funny. It's lost a little bit of its luster, but I still find myself watching these games when they get locked in. I watched Minnesota play mm-hmm. against West Virginia. Some of the replay, Air Force played Louisville. I think they played they Saturday Louisville, team. Yeah. yeah, but it was, I mean, it was a good game. So it's still some value to it. It's still not what it was. And I know we're no. the old men on the yard where we wax poetic about the nostalgic meaning of bowl games. It's just different. Mm-hmm. So you just have to kind of get used to it. Hey, it's, it's different. It's, it's spring ball 1A, yeah. you know, like a lot of young guys. We said guys that, though. Been, we're okay with that. Yeah. I was talking, to, I was talking to, to uh, I was talking to a buddy. Of mine over at Ohio State, and um, you know, was just thinking about their bowl game coming up. Both the receivers opt out, mm-hmm. but no, no crying in their soup. Like, dude, wait, you know, wait do you see uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. or whatever? Oh, like, he can wait, play. Wait, wait, wait do you see the yeah. next group of guys we got rolling through here? So they look at it as an, an exciting time to get these young guys their kind of first exposure. Yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, uh, it's the first game of quote unquote 2022. Yeah. If you treat it like that, like, hey, let's get it out there, get your feet wet. Then you have about six to eight weeks. We get right back to spring ball. So you get a taste of what game actually looks like. Then we go right back to practicing and doing some of those things. And I think the good coaches understand how to use it. Uh, they don't make it more than what it is, even though my man from NC State, Dave Dorn, is over he here. He was hot. He was hot, man. I mean, he, he, he is, but. DJ, what do you say the NCAA a, stands for, by the way? No clue at all. Like, I think it was no yeah, clue no at all. Clue, yeah, no clue at all. <laughs> they 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 claim the victory, so it gives them like, like he wanted double digit wins. I think yeah, he wanted double digit wins. He, he, he did the trophy and all this other stuff. And I was like, man, in a in a COVID, a pandemic. Yeah, like, you gonna have it's not it's not a good look. It, it, it's not. It's not. Just, but you just, it's just funny. I've State. never seen. I'm just hating because it's NC State. Yeah, look, I I I don't have fond feelings for that team in red so yeah understandable um all right i want to i want to kind of connect the dots here what we were talking about you just mentioned it a second ago about clemson um still having a down year getting 10 wins i'm going to connect that to the nfl in just a moment um and also we're going to talk about some of these top receivers in the draft class um hit on that a little bit and then uh, we want to give our thoughts on john madden uh, the legendary john madden who just passed away so we have all that coming your way right after this Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, bro. <laughs> Hey, guys. Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. All right, Buck, so you mentioned it, right? Clemson down your 10 wins. I was talking to, about this with the GM, um, not for one of these two teams, but was just referencing the teams that I had worked with. I'm talking about the Baltimore Ravens and the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, it's hard to have a really bad year in those two organizations. Like when you look at look at Baltimore and all the guys that they've missed this whole year, and here they mm-hmm. are, they're still in the fight, mm-hmm. right? You look at Philly. This is a total rebuild year, right? This is, uh, you mm-hmm. know, this is everybody's expecting them to win four or five games. At season ends today, they're in the playoffs. I think they have a very good shot at getting yeah. into the postseason. When my my take on it was, when you have the organizational structure, and even though, like in Philadelphia, the head coach has changed, and in Baltimore, Harbaugh has been kind of that pillar mm-hmm. that's stable there. Um, but even before him, Billick had a nice run. There's there's just kind of this winning culture that's ingrained there. And they have the resources that they give you. Um, they know what it looks like. They know what it feels like. They know how to work. And I'm like, it's when you build it up like that, it's again, it's even when everything goes against you, they're those down years like Clemson, a down year for them mm-hmm. is 10 wins. For for the Eagles and the Ravens, like a down year for them is maybe they squeak in the playoffs, maybe they just missed the playoffs. Like th- these organizations don't go through these, you know, two and 14, two and 15 type seasons. It doesn't happen. No, it doesn't happen. I think you, you spoke to it. It's not necessarily thing. And I think where some people mess it up, they believe that the culture is set and established by the head coach. It's an organizational thing. It's an organizational thing from top to bottom where everyone in the building uh, on the football operation side, on the business side, there's a level of expectations and standards that we always meet. And for the Baltimore Ravens, because I think the Baltimore Ravens ability to be in a situation where they are fighting for a playoff, but it's remarkable considering how they were wiped out in the preseason. Yeah. Running back room, gone. Left half. Star players, gone. Both corners, gone. Lamar Jackson has been kind of in and out with a bunch of different little things, um, and yet here they are still fighting. And I think some of that is, DJ, like, I believe at the top, if you like, no excuses, mm-hmm. no explanations, like whatever it is, we expect to be there, and let's figure mm-hmm. out a way to get it done. And if you're connected, and if you also have stability. 
because I think the stability part that you mentioned hasn't been a lot of turnover in that building. Throw Pittsburgh in there too, by the way. You know, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh too. I just yeah, didn't Pittsburgh. work there, so I didn't reference it. But that's yeah, the other but, one. They but, don't have down. They don't have terrible years. Doesn't happen. No, the stability. St- stability in terms of everybody in the building has been there for a long time. You know what the standard is. You know what it looks like. Um, maybe it helps when you have Lombardi somewhere down the hall, and, and look, you, your your team has hoisted it recently, so you know what what a championship team looks like, and you don't relent off of the kind of people that you want in the organization. Like, you know, we, we've talked about it. Like everybody has these core values and the acronyms they use for the guys that they want and you don't relent. And if you put the right people in place, good, bad, or indifferent in terms of their talent level, I'm a firm believer now that the football character might matter more than the talent. Yeah. You know, the football character in terms of, are you tough, hardworking, competitive, um, is a team about commitment, accountability, and trust. You have like those six things kind of working within the team and then individually you have a chance. And I look, man, I think you have to raise the bar and I'll take it on my own situation and looking at the Jags. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that I'm, I'm tight with the Jags and I'm looking at their 10 year mark. It's some ridiculous record where they may be 41, 122 over the last decade. And people can swap think about swapping out the head coach. Oh, I got to get a new head coach or whatever. Well, I mean, they've done that for a while. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has to be a thing where everything is unified from top to bottom, that everyone in the building understands the expectations and the standards. And it means on the business side, you expect to excel and succeed, regardless of the situation and circumstance, like there's standards that you expect everybody to meet. The way that you work on the football operations side, you have that same thing. The people that are cleaning the building, you expect them to work to a certain level. It is literally establishing a culture where you have championship expectations and that championship expectation is over everything. Yeah. We always operate at that championship level, the way you look, the way you dress, the way you go out, the way you handle things, the way you interact with people, like everything is at a championship level. And I think those a level organizations, they get that college pro high school. I think it's all the same. I was talking with Chris long on his podcast the other day. And, you know, we were talking about kind of when you go through tough times, how do, how do certain teams, get through it while others don't and um he was talking about i said i asked him i said teams you played on championship teams in new england championship teams in philadelphia who are the who are the guys like the knots in the rope right when you start sliding Mm -hmm. down the rope who's the knot that stops the slide and doesn't let this thing get out of control and when i asked him about that he was like oh you know new england he rattled off like six names he was like obviously tom you talk about mccordy you talk about slater and then he goes to the eagles he's like yeah with myself malcolm um Fletch, like all these guys. And I thought, you know what? If you get asked that question as a team, who are the knots in your rope? And you don't immediately have four mm-hmm. or five different names, bing, 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 come come to mind, you're in trouble, man. Because the as we've seen, especially with COVID, right? Mm-hmm. The adversity's coming. It's it, the adversity's coming for every team in the league. And you better have that core group of leaders. And I don't think it can be just one. I mean, some people say oh, it's just got to be the quarterback. No, yeah. I think you got to have a handful. You've you've been on you've been on great teams, Buck, as a player and on the personnel side. I mean, does that ring true with you as, as it does with me? You got to have a handful of those dudes. Absolutely. When uh, I was a part of the '96 Packers team that eventually won the Super Bowl, you talk about the knots and the rope. And really, at the time, Brett Favre was the best player. He was in the middle of a three straight MVP run. But I can't say that he was the guy like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He was still trying to figure out how to play. He was super talented. That was the thing. But then you had Reggie White, mm-hmm. who was there. You had Leroy Butler, who was there. Um, you know, you you had so many different people who could fill in and occupy some of those roles. At the time, we had Mark Tremere and Keith Jackson, who were veteran leaders who could step in and say things when needed. Eugene Robinson was there, who could step in. And DJ, I do think you're right. It's almost like a council, a leadership council, or some would say the elders that are able to be like, okay, here's where we have to go, guys. Like, here's where we are. And I also think is, you know, like we talked about it, it's, it's being able to be brutally honest about where we are yeah. and having a coach who I would say isn't a crybaby, isn't a crybaby, but is built for it. Hey, guys, here we are. We're sitting at three and four. We're here in the situation. Hey, our quarterback is out. Our left tackle is out. We don't have any running backs, but here's how we're going to win. Yep. This is what we're going to do. And they don't blink. Yeah, I think that is 
really important that they understand that in adverse situations, they don't cry. It's not the woe is me. It's, hey, guys, all right, this is what we have to do. And if they have to shift styles, if they have to change the way they play, if they have to do things differently, hey, we're going to be a little more complimentary. We're going to run the ball a little more. We may drain the clock a little more on offense. It won't be go, go, go. I think great coaches and great organizations figure it out, and they have enough of those leaders. And I I can't forget what Chris Peterson told us a long time ago when he came out, and he kind of talked about it. OKGs, our kind of guys. Yeah. Guys that are built the right way. And -hmm. I think that's where we come in as scouts. We better make sure that the guys we're bringing into the building fit. And it has to be one of those things where – the trust between the people amongst the front office that when the scout says, coach, this dude is real time, but he's not, he's not, he's us. not one of our guys. Yep. And he'll be all right on to the next. Yep. Because the thing that breaks it down is when you start making those exceptions, ah, yeah, but maybe we can, then you bring them in. And then when it hits the fan, they fall apart. Yeah. And so I think those great organizations have a clear vision for the kind of guys that fit into the program. And they don't relent off of that. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, if you're going to even boil it down even further, from a team building standpoint, we talk about kind of like the championship foundation. We've done that a bunch, That what you need from a, you know, position player standpoint. I think having one of those guys in every position room mm-hmm. should be the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. You've got one of those leaders, one of those knots in the rope in every single position room. And when things go bad, they can get the group together and and kind of stop the slide because – I think that's what we're seeing this year in terms of the playoffs that, you know, the teams that are going to make it to the playoffs, every single one of them has had to battle through something this year uh, with all that's gone on with injuries and COVID. And I think that those teams that are kind of left standing are going to have a chance to fight it out for a championship. I think you can look at the knots in the rope and say, that's a big reason why. Yeah, that is a big reason why. And DJ, I would say my preference would be that the guys who eventually emerge as the knots in the rope are homegrown guys. guys that have grown up within the organization and that the organization, if we've been there long enough, that is one of those things that's always passed down. So last night we did the thing, Twitter spaces with Aaron Jones, which I thought was great. Um, And the reason why I asked him about like filling the the standard in Green Bay, because having played there, it's one of those things. When you walk in the building, DJ, they tell you real quickly, hey man, here's how we do things. Um, When you get on the field and, you know, like I I remember in a preseason game, um, God, second, third year there, somebody makes a play. It might have been Darius. makes a play. And, you know, like most guys are prone to do on defense, they go and they run and they celebrate and they do all this all by themselves. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> Chris Shermer in the meeting the next day saying, hey, man, that's great. We don't do that here, though. <laughs> we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't do that here. Hey, we're the Packers. There's a yeah. certain way that we act. Um, we're champions. We don't – yeah, we don't do that. I love that. And it's one of, and it's one of those things that – DJ, like that was it. And you didn't see it from anybody, but it was that moment like, oh, okay, yeah, hey, yep. get the ball to the ref, yep, jump in the crowd. Yeah, that's what it is. And so if yeah. you look if you look at the Packers, even now, when they score, they either go do the Lambeau leap or yeah. they were the teammates because yep. it has been passed down that this is how we do it. This mm-hmm. is the way they did it with Lombardi. This is the way that this is the way that we operate here in Green Bay. And I think when you have that, and you have the stability and the consistency where you had people in the building for a long time, that's what you get. I would think that if I walked in the room in Baltimore, you'd be able to tell me like, yeah, we don't. Yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah. no that's it. That's it. Hey, I'm just letting you know, we don't, Hey, we don't do that here. This, yeah. This is no, I, and I, I just think too, there's kind of like, if you're asking me about Baltimore and this is not, uh, you know, literally, but kind of figuratively, I would say the mindset has kind of always been, we don't start fights in Baltimore, but you bet your bottom dollar we end them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like nobody, nobody backs down from anyone. Like that is not happening. So, yeah. So I can tell you in Kansas City, uh, I was there playing under Marty Schottheim and Gunther Cunningham was the uh, defensive coordinator. And Kansas City always kind of viewed themselves as that. Hey man, we're rough and rugged. We're tough. We don't we don't back down. And we were yeah. practicing against the Minnesota Vikings. This is Randy Moss's rookie year. Yeah. And um, Dennis Green is on the other side, like, hey, man, we're at, you know, we're going to go at this tempo or whatever. And I remember him yeah. like, nah, we play at our yeah. tempo. Yeah. <laughs> we <don't, laughs> nah, we, yeah. we, we, we play at our tempo and we make people adjust. And I, I just, you know, when you hear it enough, particularly as a young guy, you're like, hey, man, this is what we do. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about those epic games. I remember 
you talk about Baltimore, but I remember Tennessee when Tennessee was known as the tyrants mm-hmm. and they would go and uh, Lake Dawson's a friend of mine. He was working for the Titans in and they were going against the Rams and the Rams are still a little bit of the greatest show on turf and they're running around and they're scooping and skipping. And you know, those joint practices can get a little oh, yeah. testy. Oh yeah. And they were like, Oh, what, what is this? Hey, yeah. You, yeah. It's how we practice. And so, I remember, I remember this is kind of going to date us because I think it was a fax that got sent, but we were doing joint practices with the, uh, what was then the Washington Redskins, right? It's a Washington football team. And uh, so we're going to be practicing with them the next day and I'm in the office and it came across the fax or whatever. I don't know if it went to Billick's office or Ozzy's, but I was tasked because I was right outside their office to go give this to Rex. <laughs> so I go down there to, to Rex, right? And I'm like, hey, Rex. This sheet, this is the, uh, this is kind of the the rules or whatever for joint. The the Washington sent this over. This is kind of like the guidelines of kind of what they want to do and what we they don't want to see and all that kind of stuff. And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> "Now nah, we'll do what we do. Thanks, thanks. Like, hey, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just delivering hey, the message. That's it. So, so here's what's funny because I hear about this. Um, the Indianapolis Colts have a great thing going now, and. Everybody tells me about Matt Eberflus and their defense. And if you watch the Colts practice, they are a team that are sticklers for two things. You're going to run to the ball, and you're going to run to the ball at max speed. If they see you slow down, if you change speed, if you get passed it by a teammate, that's considered a loaf. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see them run to the ball. The second thing they're going to do is when they get to the ball, they're going to punch it, they're going to poke it, they're going to rake it out or whatever. Like It's ingrained in their players. And so when they have these – joint practices you have these guys that are used to catching the ball and going free yeah. <laughs> and getting yeah. punched in the ribs <laughs> and in the guts and they're like what is this and they're yeah. like that's what we do what we do yeah <laughs> i love it so, I, I absolutely love so it it's one of those things but going back to your original thing that's why teams don't fall off yeah because there's a set of standards that you never relent on mm-hmm. organizationally from a coaching standpoint peer-to-peer there is a code of con like that you expect and there's subtle peer pressure from everybody within the organization to live up to those standards. And so even when you're down, it doesn't matter. Some of those things don't change. And I think it takes a level of confidence from the organization from top to bottom to know that, Hey, even if we're down, we don't blink. We don't change off of this. We know that the way that we operate is going to lead to success because we've seen success and we'll figure it out. It may be a, it may be a little down moment for us, but no, we're not, we're not going. And so, no, no, it's interesting, man. Um, all right. We're going to take a quick break, come back, talk about some of these top receivers in the upcoming draft class. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for business is powering formula one, Las Vegas, grand prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5g connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, dance bro. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. 
And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't try distracted Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicles in operation all right buck i've been working through these wideouts, man um and i think more so than ever um you know i used to be on the board when you're in the draft room kind of peek behind the curtain you kind of had your receiver board you kind of mm-hmm. just had your outside receivers and your slot receivers there's really only two columns we've talked yeah. forever about building a basketball team i think now it's the point where you almost got to have more you might need to have three or four different columns of how you want to divide these guys up because i have so many of these guys graded almost identically Mm-hmm. It's just whatever, whatever you need, you know, you yeah, need yeah. the big guy, you need the, the, the explosive guy, you need the route runner. Like to me, that's why I think you have to kind of chop these positions up now instead of just leaving them as wideouts. Yeah. And I think what we've seen and we've talked about the last few years, but I think it's fully come in earnest. Now we've seen what happens with um, the explosion of seven on seven football and year round training and those guys, DJ, there's so many skilled guys at the wide receiver position that can play. That is one of those things where, I mean, if you don't want to take one in the first round, you definitely can find them in the second and third round. And you can find yeah. them throughout the draft and they can come and make immediate contributions and those things. And yes, there's a bit of a transition, but I mean, we've seen so many of these young guys come and they are ready made to pop. Yeah. And so as you point to being able to differentiate, what do you like at the position? Do I want a big body guy that can go and be my red zone weapon do i want the beep beep speedster that can take the top off the coverage and make things happen do i want the refined right route runner who can get open versus all coverages do i want the guy that can work in the slide and give me the cole beasley type stuff being able to categorize all of those things and then knowing on draft day okay where are we as a team and what do we need mm-hmm. and how does it fit into those things I think now more than ever, we have to do it. And I think it changes our analysis after the draft. Because a lot of times we're like, man, why would they take? But you don't understand what division is. Division yeah. A, we, want, we can go four wise. We can do a little more of this. We want to add more bubble screens and RPOs to the mix. And so we need guys that can do it with the ball in their hands. You know, it, it changes everything. But you're right. You can have a lot of guys on the draft board. We talk about the draft board goes horizontally, where you have the different yeah. positions, and then vertically. And I think you're going to look up at the board and be like, man, they're like 10 different receivers all with mm-hmm. the same grade. Coach, how, how are we going to split this up? What do, what do we want? And I mm-hmm. think the communication now, you talk about the wide receivers, the communication now between scouts and coaches has to be on point because mm-hmm. you have to be able to know exactly what the coach desires as we're beginning to bring the players up in the meetings and kind of set them up, okay, like, Coach, you say we need a receiver. What kind do we need? Because if you yeah. need this, I'm going to go to this page. If you need this, I'm going to go to the other page in my, my notebook. Mm-hmm. And so w- when I kind of look at this group, and these are kind of the big guys that, I, that I've looked at so far, and they're kind of grouped together here because the grades are very similar. you got the two from Ohio State, right? you got Wilson and Olave. 
You've got Jahan Dotson from Penn State, who's a really mm-hmm. good player. Mm-hmm. You've got Jamison Williams, former Ohio State, who's been tearing good. it up in Alabama, big-time speed. Um, you've got uh, the two big guys, Drake London at USC, Traylon Burks at Arkansas. Um, Traylon Burks on like 225 pounds. Drake London, 6'5". So they kind of are paired together. you got to sort those two guys out. And then we'll see if Mechie ends up – is it Michi yeah. or Mechie? I don't know how you pronounce it, but at, 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 at yeah. Alabama, if he ends up coming out, he got hurt, I believe it was his ACL. Yeah, he's really good when you watch him on tape, like really, really good. Um, so when when you're trying to rank these guys and you you got different skill sets, to me though, in when I've gone through all of them, Garrett Wilson checked more boxes mm-hmm. than anybody else at Ohio State. I, mm-hmm. I love Olave. Um, I think Garrett Wilson's a little stronger, a little tougher after the catch. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy can get in and out of routes. He can do everything you want to do. And just from a like a professional standpoint. Reminds me of, and talking to people at Ohio State, you get some of the same things just in terms of this similar feedback. You recall like what you heard about Justin Jefferson, right? Mm-hmm. This, guy's, this guy's a pro. This guy can do anything you want to do. This guy is ultra, ultra competitive. You know, all those same things. So I'm like, okay, well, this guy can do everything on the field. I've seen it. And then you match that up with what you get there. And I'm like, to me, he's the best one. And that's what it is. It's funny because um, I told you um, – Jerry Sullivan is my guy, longtime yeah. wide receiver coach in the NFL. And he saw one of our shows one time I was on, and maybe I didn't have Justin Jefferson in the top five at the time, something like that. Yeah. And he tells you, like, hey, man, you, you're missing out. Yeah. I'm telling you, the guy has it all. Yeah. And he said, he said, he said, everyone's going to be excited about Chase. He said, but this guy, this guy has it. And DJ, the it thing is the ability to do it all yeah. run routes, big playmaking ability. Um, win versus all coverage. Uh, doesn't matter if you single, double, whatever it is, he can find a way to consistently get open and give you the production that you want. Um, has that that it factor where he can turn his game up, take it up a notch when you need it in critical situations. There are a lot of key components. And, you know, you talk about Garrett Wilson and Ohio State and what he's been able to do because it's hard sometimes to determine when you got so many guys like they had three guys that could really get down. Yeah, but it just appears that when they needed it, the ball kind of found his way yeah. to him. I love Olave too. I mean, Olave's a really good player. He reminds me a lot of Devonte Smith, like just similar type frame. Get on top of coverage. He's got easy, smooth speed. Scored a bunch of touchdowns. Yeah, I think he, has, and, he might have the school record touchdown. I think he does. And this kid, and he, and he's tough too. He's tough. He's just not physically as strong. Like that's mm-hmm. just a little bit of the difference when you see those two guys after the catch. But he's going to be a really, really good player. Jahan Dotson is in that same conversation out of Penn State. I think he's got yeah. the best hands of any of these guys. You see him just attack the ball. Um, not going to be, you know, not going to be a 200-pound guy, um, but he's got outstanding hands and and is a really good route runner efficient. He's got juice. Like those guys, to me, you kind of bunch them together. Jamison Williams is the take the top off, just ridiculous speed. You got to live with some drops. I don't know that he has supernatural hands, Buck, um, but the big plays are going to offset some of that stuff. Yeah, and I think that's what you have to kind of you kind of have to live with. And I think it's really important because DJ um, got to heard this. I can't remember who I heard from. Long time, Jim. Might have been Bill Polian talked about it. Guys are what they are, right? The guy that you see on tape, like, it's rare that they really change. If a guy has some issues with drops or whatever, like, that's part of what is on his background. You kind of have to be able to understand it and have to explain that in the meetings. You have to be like, hey, he's going to drop some, but when he catches it, he's going to score points. Yeah. So we have to just kind of understand it and chalk it. Everyone can't freak out when it happens. It's just part of what they do. But um, for these guys, for me, the catch thing, and I don't know if you do when you do the – studying if you do like catch percentages and you kind of yeah. track like the number of receptions to targets and drop percentages and all that other stuff. But yeah, you know, if you want sure handed guys, they have to catch the ball consistently in college. It's mm-hmm. it's just so hard to improve that skill. And there are things that you can do. We can get on the tennis ball and we can fire them off to them. We can catch the jugs machine and all that. But the natural pass catchers and most in my mind, most of the natural pass catchers also have big hands. Yeah. Because it becomes easy. When you look at Odell Beckham Jr., he just swallows him up. I think Jamar Chase, when you watch Jamar Chase catch oh, the ball, yeah. he yeah. swallows him up with his hands. So it's great hand-eye coordination, but big hands, big mitts, and it just looks easy because they don't flinch. They don't get all bug-eyed 
like uh, mm. the, the the left fielder circling under the ball, trying to figure out how to catch it. Like, <laughs> nah, they just easily catch the ball and do those things. And so you have to understand what's the priority, um, what are you prioritizing when it comes to um, that position. Yeah, you look at these two big guys, by the way. You know you have kind of those aha moments mm-hmm. where you're trying to figure out who this guy is and who he reminds you of, and then all of a sudden, like, boom, it just hits you, and you're like, oh, my gosh, that's it. I'm doing a Charger game uh, a couple weeks back, and uh, and Mike Williams hovers up in the air and and makes a play on a go ball down the field. And, like, I'm, like, paying attention to the game and calling. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, Drake London, there you go. Boom, Mike Williams, there you go. That's it. That's it. That's That's him. That's what he is. Um, and not, you know, not going to get a ton of separation, but it doesn't matter. He's just so big and his ball skills are so good. The Colorado game for Drake London, if you want to have some fun, go mm-hmm. watch some of the catches he makes in that game. Unbelievable. And I know like Mike Evans was kind of the first name that I jotted mm-hmm. down. I think Mike, Mike might be a little, been a little bit more polished. Yeah, yeah. A little more, a little more quickness and burst kind of in and out. I don't think he's maybe that. Um, but You'll see this year Mike Williams is a free agent. He's going to get paid a bunch of money. Mike Williams is a really good player and has made a living uh, making plays down the field. I think Drake London is going to do the same thing. It's funny. You know, uh, I coached against Drake London in high school. Like at, okay. I was at Notre Dame. He was at Moore Park. Uh, we actually lost him because, uh, man, he caught a touchdown and maybe a two-point conversion where he just was too big. This is a guy that was a legitimate basketball player. I want to say he played maybe his first or second year at SC. So he can he can take it off the rim mm-hmm. and alley-ooping and those things. I think the other thing that we have to do in the scouting equation, you got to scout your coaches, depending on who your wide receiver coach is. Because the one thing I would say for a guy like Drake London, Drake London needs to learn how to speed cut everything so he doesn't have to stop start. Yeah. Uh, if he can learn and master the skill of kind of learning how to roll into his end cuts, um, how to kind of keep it on the move, mm-hmm. that'll give him a chance to be a real complete player instead of just a guy that, they just kind of throw down the sideline and use them in the red zone. And so if you have a receiver coach who is very familiar or understands how to coach big guys, man, that's when – because I think there's so much untapped potential that you can even get even more out of him, but he has to have the right guy that can kind of bring that out. So comparing him with Traylon Burks, London, give him the edge playing above the rim 50-50 balls. Traylon Burks, the both of them are really good after the catch. Drake London will mm-hmm. break a bunch of tackles. He's physical and tough. Traylon Burks has more kind of build speed after the catch. He's got a bunch of home runs. You see 91-yard mm-hmm. touchdown, 85-yard touchdown. Like, Drake's mm-hmm. not going to give you that side of it. Mm-hmm. So you get a little bit more run after catch with him. And there's the easy comparison with A.J. Brown just because you got a six foot three, 225-pound frame for this dude. And he just he just – He's built like kind of that H back, you know, kind of do it all guy. Yeah. But who's he's a receiver who's built like an H back is kind of what I'm getting at. And and I mean, and we're seeing creativity, and we're seeing different ways that people are deploying. Oh, you can put them in the backfield, yeah. Get them out and those things. And so it's making sure you have a plan to give have enough creativity um, to make it work for them. But no, I I like big guys, and I think it's funny, man. The game trends; it goes back and forth. Big guys, little guys. Um, I think you need to have enough diversity in your receiver core to kind of deal with that. I don't think you have too much of anything. Um, can't have too many little guys because then they get knocked around uh, yeah. when the game gets kind of physical. They they don't necessarily go over the middle. And then you can't have too many big guys because then you may not have enough speed to stretch the field vertically. So it has to so be. That's why these guys are going to be all over the board. Like when you look around the teams, teams are going to have these wideouts in all different order. And I don't know if there's a wrong answer. I think all those guys I just mentioned are really good. And Mechie's really good too. So we'll see if he ends up coming out with his knee. And I've got a lot more guys to get to. But everybody in the league has kind of categorized it as those first guys like the big six. Like those guys have kind of separated themselves. So those guys are really dug in and studied. And um, literally the only thing I can say definitively, I think my list comes out at the end of January. But I can say definitively, for me at this time, I will put Garrett Wilson at the at the very top of the list. No, nah, nothing, nothing wrong with that. You just got to make it happen. You got to yeah. know exactly what you want. You got to know how to do it. And we have to have – it's going to be funny because I always have these top fives. I may have to have subcategories. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's five, how you get away with five it. Five yeah. speedsters, big guys, whatever. Because yeah. if you just have a straight top five list, it's going to be hard for people to understand, well, why don't you have this guy? Yeah. No, I want to put him in there, but I don't like a big five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Give you a chance to get some more names. Um, all right, before we get out of here, uh, I think you definitely need to, to touch on what happened uh, with the passing of John Madden. Did you ever get a chance uh, to meet Coach, and did you ever have any uh, anything impactful uh, from him that you took over the years? No, I didn't get a chance to meet Coach, but I think his impact is 
everything, right, is what he was as a coach. Obviously, I mean, a guy, Hall of Fame coach, uh, you look at his winning percentage with the Raiders, um, it's everything. He was young. He's probably one of the first young gunners to take over a job and do it. I want to say he was 32, 33 when he took over the Raiders job, 100 games. Uh, I think his winning percentage is greater than that of Vince Lombardi, which is crazy when you think about it. And then you think about the Hall of Fame announcer and broadcaster that he turned into and how he and Pat Summerall, for me, kind of defined everything because I remember listening to them and that stuff. And then you take what he was able to do in the video game world and how that was exposure that so many of us. It was a gateway, gateway into football for sure. Yeah, it gave everybody an opportunity to, to get around the game. And so his contributions, I don't know if they'll ever be matched, but his legacy is just how he opened it up for so many people to enjoy the game that you and I both love and adore. So here's my biggest takeaway. I never got a chance to meet coach. Um, but I, I, I definitely think this is this is something that everybody can take from him, even if he didn't didn't get a chance to meet him, but just followed his career, especially in what we get to do in the game of football. He was incredibly obviously knew the game inside out, you know, as a Hall of Fame coach, but he never lost the fact of the, that this is supposed to be fun. You know, if you mm-hmm. if you listen to him call games, you yeah, you would learn something. It was insightful. Yes. He was, you know, the greatest analyst of all time. But he had fun. He could laugh. He didn't take himself too seriously. Um, even with all he'd accomplished, you know, it, it, so to me, I, there's nothing that, that bugs me more than when, if you're watching a game or watching analysis of people that take themselves in this, this sport way too serious. Yes. It's our job. Yes. It's our livelihood. It is a game. It is supposed to be fun. Do not lose sight of that. That is. And I think what's so great about that DJ is how he's able to convey that. He talked about all the, the X's and O's and how, hey, man, it has to be this or whatever, but then never losing the fun part of it. And no. I think sometimes we can get so bogged down into everything, even in what we do. I mean, got to work, got to do this. Got to forget, man, hey, it's fun. Let's have the fun part of it. Let's yeah. make sure we have enough fun that's an enjoyable experience for everybody involved because that's what the game is actually supposed to be about. Yeah, I'm all for passion. Let's all be passionate. And with that comes frustration at times when you're fans and I get all mm-hmm. that. But, man, enjoy the fun times. Have fun with it. It's it's uh, it literally pinch yourself. We get to work and get paid to watch and talk about football. It's not a bad life, man. No, nah, it's definitely not a bad life. Nothing wrong with that. Can't, can't, can't beat that. Yeah. Well, thoughts and prayers there with, with Coach's family. Um, what a life lived, though, and what a legacy he's left behind. And you mentioned it. I think that football game, um, you talk about having a legacy. That thing continues to, to carry on year after year. And it's really, like I mentioned, it's a gateway for, for all these young guys, young kids, uh, boys and girls, to fall in love with the sport of football. So, um, you know, big shout out there to Coach Madden and, and a job well done, life well lived. Um, anything else you want to get out of here, Buck, before we wish, wish everybody a happy new year and uh, get rolling? No, I just want to wish everyone a happy new year. Hopefully uh, 2022 is even better than 2021. Uh, I look forward to partnering up with you again. New year, make sure we yep. have a bunch of bunch of fun. And thanks for all the devoted podcast listeners. It's really, really great when we see the comments and stuff on social, the stuff that you guys see, the questions that you ask. Uh, even if we can be even more interactive, like let us know. Like um, I think the game is always at its best when we're able to kind of pass on what we've learned and what we can learn from those on the outside. So let's keep it up. Yeah, I, you know, look, we had we did that uh, Twitter Spaces last night with Aaron Jones, and we got really some cool. Feedback. Yeah, it was fun. Really and we, cool. you know, I don't know if you'd noticed this to pick this up, but got some feedback from from folks inside the network. And one of the things that they said in there was, "You guys, you guys just have such good chemistry, and you guys seem to enjoy each other, and it makes an enjoyable experience." So I know it's not Thanksgiving. We we do all that stuff at Thanksgiving. But another year, Buck, we've got to do this show together. You yeah. know, we go from knowing each other as scouts for all those years. And if you had told us back then, we'd be racking up year after year after year of somehow convincing them to pay us where we have to have the, the same <laughs> conversations same that we'd be having yeah. if we were sitting at San Jose State watching tape, you know, getting to do that with you each and every year. Another one in the books. Uh, and here's to many, many more, my friend. Hey, man, thanks so much, DJ. It's great, man. I look forward to kind of taking it to another level. Um, I think about so many things that we haven't even scratched the surface on in terms of what we can do. And I'm looking forward to sharing those experiences with you and with the Muda 6 team. Appreciate it. Appreciate Nabil as well. He's the best in the business from a producing standpoint. Um, And we will uh, catch you guys in the new year. Enjoy the playoff games. Enjoy this NFL weekend. We'll talk about it all next week right here on Move the Sticks.
This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.